Hey guys, a couple of quick announcements before we get started on the episode. Our website is currently being reworked completely, and you can check out the progress at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. There you will find all the links to our social media in one place, including our Discord server. That's right! We now have a Discord server. We'll spend as much time in there as possible, so please be sure to stop by and chat with us. Please let us know in the introduction channel if you're a patron so we can grant you access to the Patreon channel. We tend to post art and interesting stuff in there. Also, on January 19th, we'll have a live Q&A with the characters of the podcast, as well as an AMA with the crew. Discord does have a channel where you can leave questions, but you can also send them through Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod, hashtag Q&A LBL. You can also wait for the live event and join us. We'll have the two main characters, as well as any other NPC, and the crew will be available for any questions you have for them. We hope to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. From all of us at Let's Be Legendary, have a wonderful and safe new year. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this arc include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, mild gore, use of alcohol and tobacco, stalking, and mentions of genocide. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources can be found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances happen at such a rate that society cannot keep up. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine. Amidst all of this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. So Central Library, where's mm-hmm. that? It's so, on our map somewhere? Y- or? Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're able to figure it out from the map. It is up on top of the Mesa. Oh, on top of the Mesa? Yeah. Can we get here? Here's a question. How do we get up How there? How do we get up there? There, is, there are two platforms. Okay. And the one closest to you would be on the west side, near the West Market Square area. Again, it's marked on the map. And you get there, and you look up at it. You get there at a point when it's coming down. Looking up at it, you see this metal track that has been laid in the side of the mesa going up. It's like scaffolding it is an elevator. going all the way up. Got yes. it. So good. It is a... I immediately Ooh. don't want to get on. <laughs> it is a large elevator. Like, can they also sit on it? Yes. Oh. The, like, this is meant, like, several carriages can go on this ah, at once. I see. I, we've had bad luck with things that move. <laughs> Would you like me to cast calm emotions on you? 
no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just, if anything attacks us, I'm just going to shoot it. There you go. And I am sure that the mechanism that keeps us going will not fail and we will not plummet to our death. I slowly turn to face her. And I just had this shit-eating grin on my face. Wow, you like this. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> I was not supposed to be like this. I was supposed to be aloof and mysterious, and here I am being a little shit. You're only a little shit to me, though. That is true. Everybody else, you're like this mysterious, enigmatic, like, what did fucking... I write, what did I write down on you? Uh, aloof and coy, mysterious, and alluring. Yeah. To everybody else, that's how you are. But to me, you're like a fucking... Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, we get on the damn thing. Alright, so... Is there a conductor on it? Yes. I am going to talk to him. So, so you guys... Maybe not. You... No, I'm not going to scare him. Oh, okay. You guys, uh, you guys get aboard, and the conductor is kind of like in his own little booth. Uh-huh. Um... That's kind of like closed off from the rest. Oh, I cannot talk to him. Not really. I wanted to ask him a question. Actually, right. before, before we get done, I ask. You, I want to ask a question. Okay. So, what is the the mechanism that keeps us from plummeting to our deaths? Uh, is there a lot of people in here? Please tell me. There's oh, a yeah. bunch of people. Yeah, okay. there's a whole bunch of people coming and going. Oh, fantastic! So I'm going to scare them. <laughs> he just looks. At, he he, he looks. He he looks at you and like he has um like a, a window with kind of like a, a grate in it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, ma'am, uh, it's a fine mechanism that keeps this one hundred percent safe. We have not had a breakdown in five years. Five years. Yes, what, indeed. What is what happened in five years ago? Oh, just a little freeze up about halfway up. Ah, no, no, no. And it was fixed in no time. Ah, uh, what is no time? A uh, couple of hours, but... Ah! I'm so horses. <laughs> but like I said, not a problem in five years. Fantastic. I do not want to meet my deity quite yet. Indeed. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> yeah. I like him. He, just, he does not seem to scare very easily. <laughs> Are you all right, Dahlia? Yep. He's uh, holding the horses. On the back side of the platform, there is a uh, series of bars and stuff that are, are meant for horses to be tied to. Okay. And near the conductor's station, there are two things that are meant for people to just kind of take. One, one that you are specifically meant to put back. There is a a spot for uh, paper bags in case people... They are air-sick bags. Yeah, essentially air-sick bags. Then there is also kind of like a a bin of just like scraps of cloth. And you you see a couple people like picking them up and like wrapping them, (laughs) wrapping it around their eyes and holding on to the bars back by the horses just so that they don't see down. Oh, I want to see down. I don't want to see down, but I don't want something around my eyes. So can I just put Shut my your head, eyes? Can I just put my head in 
uh, Muerte's mane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. what I'm doing. Okay. Some carriages are loaded up, and the drivers all hop down and attach these like mechanical stopping blocks to the wheels, also hitching their horses up to to the hitching posts. Yeah. And it it, it like the way that they officially do this, they they do this like several times a day. All right. And yeah. Just as you guys are about to ascend, there's another platform next to you. There's actually two platforms on the side, and the other one like starts to come down as your platform lurches a little bit and starts to slowly crawl its way up the side of the mesa. I'm holding my horse. Uh-huh. And we can see out the side, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The only thing keeping you plummeting to your demise is a chest-high rail that is, is uh, raised in place before you start ascending. Selena yeah. is just fascinated. Yeah. I'm just looking at my horse. Yep. I'm not looking anywhere else at yep. all. Just... No, you're just look, looking at your horse and, like, close, close by you, like, the side of the mesa is, like, passing by you with the metal tooth comb tracks that are heading upwards. The constant, like, click, 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 yep. click, click, click of the... you're going up a roller coaster. Yeah! Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I yep. mean, I like those. Talia is not happy about those. And you get just a stunning view over the city and the surrounding countryside as you climb up. Right. Oh, you can see down the river. Uh, it's, you're on the oh, more west there. side, okay. so... Like, you do eventually, like, kind of see, like, where it eventually comes out further south. But you, you don't get a view of, like, the lake area. Or, I see, or I see. Okay. But you do get a nice view out over the relatively flat landscape of this district. And you see all the little houses below kind of get smaller and smaller. And as you look, like, way in the distance... You can see the shadow of Nexton, the city of Nexton, off in the distance. In some of its higher buildings. And eventually, there's a hissing, and the platform kind of like jerks to a halt as you reach the top. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Appreciate it. You're a little worried at first, because when you stop, you still see Mesa wall in front of you. Looking, like, just a little bit up, though, you see, like, it's only, like, ten more feet up is, like, the actual edge of the Mesa, with some railing up there. And you kind of, like, turn around a little bit as you hear some metallic noises from behind you. And you see the uh, gate being lowered and let down and there is a platform that is is an entire like platform structure that is built into the side of the mesa so that carriages and stuff can exit outward then come up the rest of the way around okay. to the very top of the mesa okay it is steel beam structured very secure got it all right it's also a little windy up here though <laughs> that's all right I, I, I can handle wind, just not. Um, yeah, 
Okay. You guys exit the elevator platform. That was, this was spectacular. Yes, Muerte's mane was spectacular. (laughs) So as you're exiting the platform, you also catch a glimpse of not looking straight down, but just looking out and over, and it is quite a view. Like, you've only caught a view like this, maybe like from some uh, some mountains that you've come on top of. Right. I I, I think I'll appreciate it more when I'm not dangling. <laughs> like, once we're on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And I can actually, like, look. I uh-huh. think I will appreciate All it. Right. So, yeah. You can- I do not think I can appreciate it while I I'm on a piece of metal. Oh, overhanging. <laughs> overhanging. A 1,500-foot drop. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're going to make sure that I'm on at least some solid ground that uh-huh. isn't in, in danger of possibly collapsing. <laughs> so you get up on top of the actual mesa. Yeah. Now I can look. Now you can look. And it's it is, beautiful. It is quite beautiful. Kind kind of marred by some columns of smoke and stuff coming from the factories lower down, but even those kind of like create a, some striking imagery across the countryside. Huh. Interesting perspective. What do you mean? Just just being up up so high? Well, usually I'm up this high. It means I'm on a mountain. Some kind, and there's less around in the way of civilization. This, this is kind of surrounded by it, I suppose. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, turning inward towards the city. The best way I can describe this area is imagine, and using Bioshock Infinite as a reference, uh, Columbia. Ah. Kind of like, but more of a medieval style Columbia. Got it, got it. But like that level of clean. Clean. Like. And white. Um. Or like human, dwarven. I mean, you, I mean, looking around, you still you see a good a good mix of the races. Oh, okay. Yeah, just check that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you also notice, like, the one thing you do notice is the clothes everybody's wearing up here, and also the clothes of people that like came up with you, much nicer than yours. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that does, that... does that bother you? Nope. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Nope. Well, we haven't really needed to go get other clothes for right. a while. I mean, we've got what we got. I don't know, did you want to go clothes shopping? No. No? no. All right. Yeah. So if I, of course, uh, if we go by like a, if we go by like a window that has like a really pretty dress in it, of course I'll stop and look. But if I have no occasion to wear such a thing. Yeah, I don't see why we need to. Mm. But we're out on the road so much. Oh, yeah, we, we, 
All right. So as you guys come up off the platform and start heading in, immediately kind of like, I mean, there, there's a little bit of space like around the platform, but before you can actually get into like the city proper, uh, uh, this section of the city proper, there is actually like kind of a gate, mm. like a, a something like a toll booth. Oh, okay. And you're kind of stopped, asked why you're in the upper district. Business mostly. Oh, I have my wooden mask back on. Okay. What kind of business? Well, mostly to buy things. Alright. And it's like, okay. Uh, two silver. Yeah. Two, two silver right. for each of you. So right, four I, silver. I, yeah. My hand's over. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're let through. And people uh, continually go through the line. Uh, you come out into a very pleasant area that like uh, very nicely cobbled walkways and streets. There's a fountain in the center of this like little kind of like miniature square area. I take a selfie in front of it. <laughs> Put it on Instagram. Yes. And several trees just kind of like dot the landscape around, just creating a, a very nice, pleasant, fresh feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed. I would be. There's a lot of civilization. Well, yes, it is a city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's keep going. Right. <laughs> Tell you that, Chris. Yeah. Following the map and asking directions to the central library, you are directed to one of the larger buildings. It It's a pretty big building. Stands... About five stories tall, Ooh. at least, but it it's kind of hard to measure because it, it doesn't have, like, obvious stories to it. Right. It's this big structure made of stone and metal and glass that has these, like, gothic arches to it and high windows that have a lot of detail to them, like several panels. Hmm. Fancy. I guess. I've never seen a library that looks like this. They're usually not this gaudy. <laughs> okay, I guess we go in. Okay. Talia, I, I think if I could put you in the mind frame of how Talia's feeling, she doesn't like cities to begin with. Yeah. Even the smaller cities. Small towns, sure. She can handle those. Cities, not her thing. Big cities... She, it's an overwhelming feeling of just how incredibly small she feels when there's this many people out there. Yeah. And it's like the buildings are big. There's big things happen, like, like lots of people. I'm afraid of big places. Uh, yeah, I don't like big places. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this, it's this overwhelming feeling that like things are kind of, it's almost claustrophobic in a way. Uh huh. She's used to, it's a gophobic. Huh? Agoraphobic. Agoraphobic? Yeah, like, afraid of, like, being out in the open and, like... No, no, no. She likes out in the open. No, no, it's, it's like, um... It's like claustrophobia, but it's, like, with civilization. Like, being... Like, people that have agoraphobia have a hard time going outside because it's just too overwhelming to be outside. 
It's something like that. It feels like things are closing in on her. Right. Mm -hmm. Rather than being outside in the prairie where everything's fine. Yeah. Like, so she's not in, like, anything. It's like, so anytime I react to, it's like, oh, okay. Like, it's not that Chris isn't impressed. It's that Talia can't really be impressed by anything at this Mm -hmm. point. Uh Uh-huh. Just, like, it's way too busy. Yeah. And I mean, I think uh, that Celine is probably a bit more impressed just because it's so big. And I think even though she has been to a bike before, I don't think she has been up here. Probably um, not. Um, and so it is like, uh, for her, it is not like, yay, I love cities. It's more like, this is really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really big thing. Yeah. Yeah, we go in. Alrighty. So, you go inside and there's been a lot of like, noise and stuff out here. Not overwhelming, but it's loud. As soon as you step inside the library, like, even just beyond the doors. Silence. Let's just quiet him. What's up, Ellie? Yeah. Marble floor out in front of you, and uh, you, you see people moving back and forth, and you hear them, like, walking across, but, like, the, the city noise from outside is, mm-hmm. like, completely cut off. Right, okay. And uh, you see a large desk with several people behind it kind of going back and forth, and on either side of the desk, two arched uh, doorways lead out into what you assume to be the library proper. Got it. To the desk or to the doors? Oh, let's go to the desk. Sorry. Okay. You come up to the desk and, the, like I said, there, there's like a four or five people kind of going around behind it, but uh, an older woman sees you approach and it's like, uh, yes, how can I help you? Do the mask still on? Yes. Okay. Do you need to talk? I, I kind of grip your arm a little bit, like, giving you a look, like, I'm not... Really good. You look so nice. You look pretty words. Not fights, I will talk. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, and this is where we're going to get enchantments, right? Yeah, we're looking for Ernest. Alright. And All right. Nikki did not send us. Right. Alright, I take off my I take off my wooden mask. Hello? I am looking for a person named Ernest. Oh, Ernest. Okay. Um Yes, well. She flips through a book and I was like, well, um, I believe he should be in his shop today. Um, Where might I find that? Uh, you will find it in, I believe they have it currently in archive number C. Look for uh, section 103. Sundering and book title Fallen Gods. Archive C. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sec- Sector 103 on the Sundering. Book title Fallen Gods, yes. So, yeah. I uh, wait a moment. I'm, uh, I'm confused. I'm looking for a person, not a book. Yes. A person is different from, from a book. Yes. What book title was? What was the book 
Title. Uh, Fallen Gods. Fallen Gods. But I am not looking for a book, I'm looking for a person. Yes. Why are you telling me the location of the book? Because that's where you'll find the person. Inside the book. Manner speaking. Yeah, you haven't been here often. No. I tend to wonder. Just kind of smiles like, if you know, if you know about Ernest, you'll know how to find him once you get to it. Right. Right. Uh, right. Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we hit. And of course we know Ernest. Yes, we are very good friends. Uh, Archive C is in what direction? Uh, and she'll point to the archway to your left. And it's like, uh, just down that way, uh, just follow signs for Archive, and then they're numbered. Right. Okay, we do that. Okay. <laughs> and we're just praying. We know how to find him. And to take a spell meet. <laughs> so but it's for your shield, honey. Yes, and my cloak. And your cloak. Yes. And then possibly some other shit. Perhaps. I say in night speak. I ask. You heard me, right? I was speaking common. Uh, you know what? This might have something to do. I was also speaking night speak. This might have something weird to do with um, magic. Uh, no idea. I do not either. Alright, well, this will I be hope fun. This, I hope they are not expecting me to, to perform anything arcane as my, all of my magic is uh, divine. Well, like it is. A uh, person we saw. Our contact. Not, our contact didn't say anything. Said you would need to know a little bit about magic, but not. But you should be fine. Right. You enter into the archway, and the library is massive. Like, but also like the smell hit, hits you especially. It's like smell of trees and leather and ink just like all like all kind of just like mixed together right it's just rows upon rows upon rows and like a lot long ways and also you can see like staircases and stuff going upwards to different floors with books and like you see like way like way up top so kind of like similar like tracks going across the ceiling that were similar to stuff in Nikki's shop and you see you swear it's a whole bookcase traveling along this uh, traveling along this rail up top and this is where I'd also find information on my guns. Perhaps, yes, but you do not have your... Oh, you do, you have punishment. I have punishment. I wouldn't even know where to begin, though, so, uh... Well, we could ask the nice person at the front. She'd probably tell us to go find a book so we can talk to somebody. <laughs> well, perhaps we should find the book that we need to find to talk to Ernest. Yeah, maybe he can help. Um, that is... 103. Oh, Archive C. We need to get to Archive C. You find a placard with stuff labeled, and you see an arrow for archives. And as you follow, like, 
You're following kind of deep into the library, but the signs are all clearly marked. Okay. And you eventually find a section marked archive A, B, C, and then you follow it to C. And stuff is labeled by time period. You find sundering. Like, everything is very clearly and hopefully marked. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then the book, The Fallen Gods. Is there anybody around? You haven't seen anybody in like five minutes as you guys have been like walking back here. Just look at, I'm just looking at the book on the shelf. It's on the shelf, right? It's on the shelf, yeah. I'll take the book off the shelf. Click. Oh. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time I've done this. (laughs) In fact, I, and in fact, I tried to, no wait! Again. Again. (laughs) Anka. Again. No, you you had seen like the the both sides of the shelf because like one side of it is sec- is section B, the other side of it is section C. So there shouldn't be anything in between. But you pull, click, and then the section of the bookcase opens up, and I grab I grab your arm. Like behind it is a stone slab. With a symbol drawn on it. Like, carved into it. What is the symbol? Recognize it? Make an arcana check. Okay. Arcana. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Where am I? Where am I? Oh, my It's a symbol that's used in spellcraft, but if translated to actual like a, a word meaning, word meaning, it would have something like along the lines of access or entrance. 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 You saying this out loud? Yes. That's what that means. I believe so. If I am remembering correctly, I like touch it. Feels like stone. I touch it as well. Feels like stone. Speaks by Nanenta. Melon. What? I look at you like, I don't know what to, know what to do. Cast Thaumaturgy or something. Why? I don't know. Just cast a spell on it. I cast Thaumaturgy on the door. It glows. It does glow. Oh! It glows, and then the stone melts away. What did I do? I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And when the stone melts away, instead of just seeing the other side of the bookcase, you see a room. Oh. Trixie. That's what makes you mad. You mean our contact? Our contact. I was. I've been saying this in night speak. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she meant. Alright. Um, is, is it a door or just a room? It, oh, it, it, it's an entryway to a, to a room beyond. Got it. Okay. Yep. I knock again on the side. Hello? Hello? Yeah. And t- somebody walks by. Oh, hello? And just kind of like 
waves for you to come in, but then continues to, like, just walk past the doorway. Excuse me, I'm looking for a person named Ernest. And you, you guys We're, walk Yeah, we in. walk yeah. in. Okay, so, upon, uh, walking in, you actually see that there are a few, peop- uh, a few people in here. Oh. In, like, oh, okay. So not just Quite a few. Person. No, yeah, and it's actually, like, looking around, it almost looks like an inn. <laughs> oh. The person who walked past turns around and you see that they're wearing a, a nice uniform, kind of like unisex type uh, outfit. So where there's like a little tie, clean white shirt and a vest and pants. And they just turn and give uh, give you a bow and say, uh, welcome to the researcher's respite. Re- the researcher's respite. What exactly are we? You're in the central library? Well, yes, I know that, but... Never been here before. Got it. Uh, uh, yes, in fact, uh, never been... Uh, never been to this part of Elpike. Well, welcome. We serve the finest in the magical community here in Airpike. If you want, uh, have a seat. One of our servers will be with you. Or if you want, and kind of like gesture, gest- gestures around, and you see that there are um, several other kind of like a curtained archways, like leading off of this main room, uh, you can visit one of the several shops we keep in residence here. I am looking for shops. Yeah, I'm looking for a person named Ernest. Ernest. Okay. Yeah. And he points to one of the booths. Right, the Enchanter in stall number four over there. Uh, Talia actually, like, physically, like, raises her hand. Yes? Uh, what do the other booths do? Oh, uh, all sorts. We have, uh, potion makers, enchanters, spells, scribes. Okay. She looks very, very out of her element. Like honestly, I think because of my own element, even though this is, I'm. You suppo- at least look fancy. Uh, not very, not really. <laughs> I look. No, Talia looks rough though. Like, yeah, <laughs> she uh, looks like she's not supposed to be here. <laughs> I do not look like I am supposed to be here either. You are at least yeah. like. You are wearing all white. You are looking a little more fancy. Yeah, Talia's... Yeah. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, do not feel like you are the only one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, Ernest. Yep. Uh, thank you. And your name is? Uh, my name is... Ren. 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 <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, Ernest, then. Ernest. So you pointed and Ren pointed me in the right direction? Yep, over to. All right. The right one, yeah. Yes. So we go, go over to that, uh, where it was uh, indicated. You uh, go over to the stall indicated, and a sign above the archway declares this miniature establishment to be called The Devil's Delight. Hmm. I like the name. I like the name as well. And it's a 
It's a decent size stall. It's, it's a, I'd say it's about the size of your living room here. With the foremost setback section having a counter running from end to end and a curtain in behind that. Got so, it. Yeah. Lining the shelves here are several items. Almost everything behind a glass case of some sort. Okay. So, no touching. You do not touch it. Okay. Um, is anybody in there? Um, yeah, there's, you, uh, you see somebody in there perusing the shelves. There's a man in, actually kind of a, like a tattered brown traveling cloak. Oh, yeah. He, he turns towards you and looks at you and he has like, uh, pepper gray beard, but like something kind of like looking at him, something seems off about him at first. And then as, as you kind of just like look at him a second longer, you realize that his uh, right eye is like, it's missing, but it's not just like an empty, it's not just like he's missing an eye. It's kind of like a hole in his face where his eye should be. Oh. And like inside it is like deep space. He just looks at you, looks away back to the shelf and continues perusing. Is he the only one in here? The only customer. Uh, oh, okay. Behind the counter, looking, uh, leafing through a uh, dusty tome is a tiefling. I, I take I take your arm and I take you to towards it. <laughs> towards the nice tiefling. Excuse me. Uh, yes. I am looking for a person named Ernest. Ah, well then you have found a person named Ernest. Fantastic. Uh, we, um, we have some items that uh, we are hoping to have, have, uh, Help. Yeah, Magsy needs, Magsy needs help. Okay. Yeah, we're looking for... You just you put your cloak down mm-hmm. and a shield. Alright, I, right. I take off my cloak, which is still around my soldiers very stylishly, but it is... Yes, yes. I put out this ugly shield. Talia just kind of like blinks a little bit. Right. Um. You will have to excuse us. We are... Um, New. We are new in town. <laughs> um, I am gay. No. Uh, you are gay. <laughs> I am, but... So, is... We were hoping to get this shield turned into something not so ugly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said it in... It, like, mumbled that in night speak. He... Kind of like whispers back in in night speak, and it's just like painting it wouldn't work anyway. Oh, Tyler looks surprised. I didn't know you know how to speak that. Not many people do. Yes, that where did you learn it? I do not know actually. Uh, go on with it. Fascinating. Oh, I suppose. 
I do not know where I learned it. I just uh, I started speaking it along with common one day when I was a child. Uh, people like me know it. People like you. I tilt my head and my eyes start glowing. Like me. You should smile with your thanks. I do, but not threateningly. Oh, it's yeah. like an eh. Oh, yeah. He, he smiles back with his own fangs. So she has a reason to know it. I have no idea why I learned it. But since I am human. Well. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the shield, yes. I can. I, I think I can rearrange its appearance. Uh, what would uh, would you prefer it blank or would you prefer something else on it? Oh, as a shield. Yes. Could you put a white cloak? I can do that. Yeah, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. He like takes out an eyeglass and starts looking at it. Actually, does it have to be a shield? Can it be made into something else? Um. You always. Oh well. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah that. Yeah. Can you make it a bit smaller? Does it have to be this big? Um. That. Uh, I'm more for putting enchantments on things and rearranging the enchantments themselves. The uh, rearranging the physical item might. It'll be much more costly and would be something for. One of my fellows in the other stalls. I I should buy a shield and just leave it there. No, this one's fine. Just hate this shield. You hate it because it looks ugly. And I don't like where I got it either. No, I don't like where you got it either, but. I'm saying all this in nice speak, just like. Out of habit. Out of habit. But I promise you, once it looks the way you want it to look. How big is it? The classic shield design, so it's maybe like two feet, two feet wide, three feet tall. Okay, so it's big. It's yeah, it's bigger size. It's not yeah. a giant shield like Luno's got. No, it's, yeah, yeah. No classic size. I cannot put. I cannot just have it on my own. Like um. No, not like just a buckler. No. No, it's not a buckler. No, I was thinking of like Renoa. Oh. No, I guess it wouldn't work if it's that big. Um, I mean, we can always just get you like a buckler that's close to you. But then you're going to lose the other two things on it that are really cool. I hate this shit. I hate it so much. You can't well, just sell it. No, I like the things it does. I just do not like it. I'll just saying it's a night speak. Again, out of habit. Well, he says in common. Well, let me see if we can at least make it prettier for you. That would be a good start. Oh, right, you can understand me. That would be a good start. <laughs> now, however, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll make it prettier for you. If you were determined to keep it, no. Why? He kind of like taps it. This crest. Where exactly did you find this? Um. How much? What? Why? Hmm. 
Well, this family crest has uh, some interesting history to it. Doesn't it just? What yeah. kind of what what kind of interesting history? Oh, occult practice, mm-hmm. disappearing house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check. Mm-hmm. You found it then. Yes, we did in fact find it. Showed up in Blackwater. The house? Yes. There was a... We were following rumors of missing... Uh, missing people of all sorts. It was an easy job. You know, we're, we're bounty hunters. It was an easy job, you we are, thought. You are a bounty hunter. I am a Never mind. Never mind. I'm a bounty hunter. Missing people's easy to find. Did you happen to find anything else in the house? Yes, that cloak. Right? Yeah, Yeah, we found the cloak. Um, We didn't keep it. And I had to argue with God about whether it would be gray or black or brown. (laughs) She wanted it to be brown, and I said no. (laughs) Uh, You did also find the journals. Yeah, we did. And it, I think we still have those, actually, because we didn't get rid of them. We just showed them to the... Yeah. Can I bring those out, I guess? Yeah, um... <laughs> he, like, reaches out a clawed hand for them. Like... Like... Fuck. Oh, also, yeah. I have this, and I pull out my bone dagger. Right, you got that in there, too. Right. Oh, the silver dagger, too, didn't I? Yeah. 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 And that. Oh, quite the haul. But this journals, shield huh? and the journals. Are you... Would you be willing to sell these? Yes. <laughs> yes. I ate this shield. I hate it so much, you have no idea how much I hate it. The vampire was a bit of a bitch. Vampire. Vampire. Yeah, um, mistress of the household apparently was the one that started the cult nonsense. Sacrificing. What was that god that they were worshipping? That lich. It was a lich. Vecna. Vecna. Yeah. That was the rumor. Huh? Maybe not say our name so loudly. Is. 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 Is name so loudly. Why? I had. That that was the rumor that. Elizabeth Gresham married. A man named Durst. Yes. All sorts of. disappeared. 30 years ago, and just stories of it popping up. Ah. Yeah. I do not think of it popping up anymore. Yeah, it's good and dead. Um, we shall see. There have been one or two stories of people supposedly defeating the house popping up over the years, but the house comes back. Uh, do they report closing it? A rift. A rift? What was that rift? The to the shadow 
Oh shit! What was it called? Shadow. Shadow. Shadow fell. fell. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. The um, shadow fell. Rift. The rift to the shadow. Yeah. We closed it, and then the house just kind of vanished into itself. He like takes out a notebook and like, <laughs> and, like starts jotting down nothing. Fascinating. He's a fucking nerd. But I like it. <laughs> I kind of like it too. <laughs> um, well, so how much would you be willing to part with the shield for? Well, it's let's. A smaller shield that does the same things but is prettier and fits on my arm. <laughs> and, and the other thing we came in for this cloak is ugly, and we were hoping we could transfer the enchantment to what she's wearing. Take off my jacket. Tell you what, you'll have to pay for the cost of whatever shield I purchase to transfer the enchantment onto. But if you give me this shield, I will transfer the enchantment from this shield to the other one, and I will transfer the cloak enchantment to to her coat. So, for, for the shield and the journals. How's that for you? I mean, I I was so attached to these. I'll just take them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Again, it's out of habit that I try to be like, no, but I but I am so attached to these things so much. No, I hate that fucking shield. You can go and take it. Yeah. Uh, square on that deal. But uh, can I throw some more money at you for some things? Absolutely. Awesome. Um... You were looking for something to help you with your spells, right? I am an healer, but I feel that my healing spells are not uh, sufficient. Is there anything you can recommend that might enhance them? Hmm. Let me take a look. And he uh, pulls out a tome. <laughs> it says Dungeon, 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 Dungeon Master Dungeon Master's tome. Guide on it. <laughs> You're going to see what happens. We're going to find out what happens. <laughs> I don't necessarily have anything that would make healing better, but something that came in recently from the Church of the Mother, they enchant some holy items for us occasionally, but we just got in a uh, necklace of prayer beads. Oh, and what does that do? Brings you over to a case that has, uh, a jewelry display case that has a chain necklace with six small pearlescent beads hanging mm-hmm. off of it. It's like each bead contains a spell. Three of, I, I believe in this one, three of them contain cure wounds, two of them contain lesser restoration, and one of greater restoration. And it cure wounds of second level. Interesting. What color is what color is it? Golden blue. I see her face. <laughs> now, would that be something we could change the color on? Unfortunately, no. Uh, it being uh, holy magic is something outside of the realm that I can change. I want it, but aesthetic. I'm not out. That's true. 
just have it near you. What happens if I use one of the uh, spells inside? Is it, is it, uh, if, obviously, obviously, the spell goes, does what the spell is supposed to do, but after I have cast all the spells, it is, there's nothing. Can I recharge it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so, to use one of the beads, you must be wearing the necklace. If I'm wearing. On the neck? On your person. So, like, wrap it around your wrist. That's what I was thinking. That is what I was thinking. So, each bead can be used once per long rest. Okay. Wow. So, it returns by itself? Yeah. Oh. How much is it? Actually, before that, I should ask, do you know if um, this is a a relic from the the Temple of the Mother? Uh, Yes. Would there be any interference if the user followed a different god? Um, not that I'm aware of. I personally don't study the divine magics oh, as thoroughly as I do the arcane, but from what I understand, it's just stored energy. Okay. The price of this particular piece would be 4,000 gold pieces. Oh, easy. Easy? How much do we have? We still have 9,000. Yes, but that is, that is almost half. So? We need it. Do not need it. Just <laughs> a night speak again. One more question. Hold that. And I, like, give him, like, a look assessment. <laughs> I had one other thing. We're on the road a lot. Yes. Like, a lot. And most of the time it's not an air pike. Being that our business is to hunt down the dangerous requires us to stay in less than reputable places at times. Or sometimes very reputable. Or sometimes very reputable. Security. So, what I'm asking is that anything that you have that can protect an area while we're asleep. He uh, brings you over to another case. This one holding a dog that's about it's about four inches long and looks like it's made of onyx. Okay. Figuring of wondrous power. Upon activating it, it will form into a living creature. And this particular one will guard an area that you set it to and will alert you if anything unwanted is uh, were to enter the area. So like your raven? Somewhat like... But, but not message. Oh, no. No, no, no. What is it called? No, no, no. I'll reach inside. We also got this there. And I pull out the raven figurine. He, like, kind of like... You are... You two are full of interesting objects. <laughs> you have no idea. Um, <laughs> I giggle. <laughs> we haven't used this one yet, but I think we're going to hang on to this. But yeah, that, just to let you know, it was in there. That sounds interesting. How much is that? 3,000. Put that one in there. 
So if we got both of those, that's how much we'd have left over. Plus whatever you have. Oh, what do I have? I have a, uh, I have eleven forty. So plus eleven forty. Plus forty. So that's how much we have all together left over. Mm. I think that's a good damn deal. Alfred, it's certainly good. We can always just kill more people and get more. Same. Same. I'm, again, whenever I'm talking to Talia, I'm always saying, just out of habit, talking at night speak. You say you're on the road a lot. Yep. I can't imagine... I mean, I... I could never go without comforts of my own home. They all related. <laughs> Comfort is overrated. Well, I say never underestimate what a good night's sleep can do for you. So, since you are definitely buying the necklace, you kind of he kind of like put puts the the dog aside. Something else that might be of more interest to you and also a little less pricey than that wondrous item there. Okay. And he goes behind the counter and produces what looks to be and something that you have seen quite often. A tent roll. Alright. I've got one of those. I as, highly doubt as, you have... As do I. I highly doubt you have one like this. Kind of like looks. Um, uh, grab, grab the other side of that table for it. And he like goes to one side of a table, like okay. like moves it aside. He goes through the process. Like he goes through this long process of of setting this up, and it's like kind of watch him like struggle a little bit putting this tent up. Do you need any help? I got it. I got it. He's how eventually. How tall is he? He's uh, about five eight. Okay, so he's mm-hmm. short as in Talia, but taller than me. Yeah, and he eventually gets it set up, and he's like, "Go inside." Inside. Inside the tent. All right, I go inside the tent. I guess you duck. Uh, you duck down and step inside. You're expecting to like have to kind of like crawl on your hands and knees, but as you yeah. go inside, it opens up. Take her on the inside. Holy shit! <laughs> What's in there? It, it's a space about the room you are in is about 20 by 20 and it has all around you, it's just like draped canvas. It, the walls and everything, the walls, ceiling and stuff look like tent fabric. But and then there's also to the back and sides there are other flaps and looking in each is like a bit smaller rooms through through each one. Oh shit! Think, think of it like the Weasley scent from Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. Celine? Yes? Come here please! Why? What is in the t- Wow. Ernest ducks in as well, and it's like, 
comforts of home on the road. Oh, is it an empty space or is there stuff in there? It's an empty space. Okay, so we would yeah. have to put stuff in there. Yeah. Cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So there are separate rooms, though. Yep. The, the, there's the main room and then three other rooms off the uh, uh, on the other sides of the the walls. Cool. And, yeah. like, what are those rooms? Just, there, there's there's just, just stuff yeah. you put in? Yep. There's just, like, there's a 20 by 20 room and then, like, each of the smaller rooms are, like, 10 by 10. Got it. So, living, bathroom, could make it that. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> now... We say we set this tent up, and we get raw, and we have people coming. Is this going to protect us from that, or what? Oh, so, fun thing about the space. You could only go in because I'm the owner, and I told you to go in. She could only come in because you said for her to come in. Oh. So it would... Look like just... It's just a tent. And nothing's in there. Yep. But what if somebody sells a tent and doesn't take it and we are inside? I don't know. I've never had anybody try that. <laughs> well. <laughs> huh. Well, I want it, but again, that that I really want it. Like, Tally wants it, but... Yeah, I'm a little worried. What happens if... I guess if we camouflage it. Like, when we're on the road. Hmm. We could literally just, like, have it oh. just set up and then camouflage it somewhere. I mean... I'm curious, though. Like, if we oh. set it up in a, in a spot that's not... Like, if we don't have a fire going. Um, no. Or anything. Yeah. Can we get the horses in there? That might be tricky. Yeah. That, that you have to get them through the entrance right. to the tent. He's like, Is there a way to widen the entrance? Did you ask him? Yeah. Uh, no. And he like goes up to one of the walls and like kind of like tugs at it, and you see as as he like tugs on it and kind of, like, uh, changes how the cloth, like, reflects in the light, you actually see, like, threads of gold through the canvas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean... Like, this... I, I... I've made probably about 20 of these tents. Each one takes quite a while to make because that enchanted thread... It, it, it's a bitch to sew. Again, uh... But yeah, you have me curious though about like the whole like taking down while somebody's still inside. You're my customer, so I'm not gonna. No, I'll be uh, the guinea pig. That's fine. Oh, okay. I just yeah. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, wait, wait here. He goes outside and. Hmm? You're okay. Yes, I am just fascinated. <laughs> he goes outside. He sticks his head back inside and looks at you, Celine. He's like, I'm sorry, what was what was your name again? Uh, Celine. Celine. Um, 
would you come out with me? This would be fun. Good. What if you die? Yeah, it'll be my hero, I suppose. Yeah. All right. You've got rid of a five. It's fine. Look, I just, uh, he, he come out and he's like, I already tried, but I just wanted to show you. And he, like, tries to, like, take out some of the tent posts and, uh-huh. and stuff like that. Nothing happened. Like, he, like, he's straining at, like, trying to, like, pull these tent posts apart. Ooh. Apparently, uh, keeping somebody inside makes the space a constant and trying to fold it back up is impossible. Interesting result. Did not expect that. They seem to have a scent. Interesting. So the only thing we have to worry about is the horses. Hmm. That's my only concern. The, the only concern would be the horses. Somebody stealing the horses? Yeah, we're kind of attached to our horses. Yes. Some idiot thought he could steal them. And, uh... Jill was an idiot. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> I understand if you would like to purchase both, but I can understand that liquid flow of currency can be an issue. So, Well, how much for both? For both, so the figure of wondrous power was, I had placed at 3,000. The tent itself is 2,000. Together, though, if you wanted to get both, I could let them both go for four. So eight altogether? Yes. Okay. Yes. Eight altogether. Well, sir. Sir? Sir. I reach inside my... Oh, I got these two! (laughs) (laughs) I reach inside one of my... Uh, Again, to be a... I can't reach it all the way down. Kind of like, and then I pull out four four thousand. Reach down the other one, another four thousand. I will take all three. Very well. <laughs> you know, it has been a while since I have had such big spenders, and he takes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just put all of our gold together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could keep whatever on you. We'll just say, like, you had some on you. I have some on Yeah, you. I have, like, 20-something on me still. But, okay. Like, but there's 1140. Yeah. Okay. So, he packages it all up for you. <laughs> and you are now the owners of a figure of wondrous power. Another one? <laughs> yep. We should just get the whole collection. <laughs> what does the ones does they make? Uh, there is a bronze griffin, an ebony fly. A... Is there a crocodile? Is there a giraffe? There's an elephant. Is there a giraffe? There's not a giraffe. <laughs> the <laughs> Ernest's... Oh, what, should, what should I call this? He probably called it something like Ernest's ever-present space or something like that for, for the tent. And the necklace of prayer beads with three second-level cure wounds, two lesser restorations, and one greater restoration. Damn. Cool. We are making out like bandits today. <laughs> well, if you're gonna have that much fucking money, you might as well spend it. Yep. Exactly. Um, how long are the enchantments going to take? 
Uh, the enchantments just come back in uh, two or three days. Got it. It's some out of time, so I should be fine if I've made it without my coat. Yeah, I don't plan on getting into any fighting anytime soon. So, uh, make note that the prayer beads are, does require attunement. Okay, so you need to like cuddle them for thirty minutes. I think I'm gonna wear them around my wrist, though. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right. So, in like three days, we get all of our junk back. Yep. So. Uh. You are treated to three days at a spa. <laughs> you know it's a good spa. Uh, yes. And he says whatever I told you before. Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's the uh, Aeronauts. The Air- yeah, the Aeronauts. Aeronauts Pleasure. Yeah. The name is a little eh, but... It could use some workshopping. It could use some workshopping. But the, the place has its motif and... They do good business, and their serving staff is wonderful. So that's where we're headed off to, then. Fantastic. Do you know if it's like, like an inn as well? Or is it just for? You can certainly stay there. I wouldn't necessarily call it an inn. But it's uh, there's a retreat. Like you can stay there for yes. days. Perfect. We got a place to stay for three days. Fantastic. Alright, um, so I think we bid Ernest adieu. Um, when you come back in, uh, when you come back, be sure to ask the clerk up front where we move to. The book doesn't always stay the same. Right. Right. Got it. I tip my hat. It's been very weird. <laughs> um, but I'm glad we're getting rid of most of this gold because carrying around that much is kind of scary <laughs> yep I have a question though uh-huh. before we leave you on the market for strange things oh what kind of strange things well we're traveling a lot and sometimes we get and I like point to the journals things like that well the the uh, Gresham family tree is uh, a particular study of mine, but specifically Elizabeth Gresham. She almost killed me. <laughs> really? Yes. And me. I mean, she told my small towers. Why? With her teeth. Yeah. We don't. What? We don't need to be advertising that. Um. Uh, here, if you have the time. Can I treat you to a to a meal? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Right. And he leads you back out to the space. He pulls the curtain close. He he pulls the curtain close and kinda of like puts a closed for dinner sign mm-hmm. up. Right. And sticks his head back into the customer that's still inside. And it's just Alar, just I know you I, you looky Lou, I know you're just browsing, just just tie the sash closed whenever you're done, or if you're still there when I'm back. Well, y- you know your way around. That <laughs> man is He doesn't like to talk about it. I ask him about this. Okay. 
Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Sit down and eat. You guys sit down at... It's been a couple hours. Oh, okay. You guys sit down at one of the tables and the uh, server that had talked to you before comes around and uh, with menus and you are treated to a very lovely dinner of literally whatever you want to eat. Woohoo! What does it has some meat to it? I, I, I mean, like... So the menu is actually, like, has... Sorry, I, I should describe this a bit better. The menu literally has three things on it. Drink, appetizer, meal. And a price listed for those things is just written in very flowy letters and very, like, the pictures just kind of, like, all, like, like, all across it. Just, like, very, very nice print. And upon handing them to you, Ernest just kind of, like, gathers them and is like, Ren, we'll just have one of everything. And it's like, Okay, one uh, one drink, one appetizer, one entree for everybody. And he <laughs> he leaves, and it's like he'll be back in a minute. And <laughs> right, cat. He comes back with two other servers that look very similar. Very similar, as in like dressed the same way, or very similar, as in like. That's another Ren. Almost another Ren. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there is no war in airplanes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And they lay out three silver platters with covers on them. And three glasses. And they pour all from a single bottle into each drink. And they say... Um, uh, when you're ready to eat, remove the cover on your tray. Uh, okay. Tell you, I guess, lifts it up. What did you want to eat? Is this appetizer, or? It is both. Oh, both? Yeah. Steak potatoes, probably. That's what's there. As rare as you want it. So it is a living cow. <laughs> Not quite, thank you. I like it a little cooked. Just look at the me- look at the oven in terror and freak it out. No, I'm yeah. Huh. Thank you. One of the servers takes the, the cover away from you. I am stabbing at my cover. Take about four of them. <laughs> it's real. I, st- I, I like snap on my eyes at my cover. I reach out. I take it off. And it's whatever I want? It's whatever you want. Alright. Both of you immediately feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a, it is a bowl. Mm-hmm. It has rice on one side and then this dark red meat drenched in something dark like a dark red sauce it's called drop dead donkatsu it's one of the spiciest Korean dishes in Seoul 
I lean away. <laughs> you are probably like, my eyes are like tearing up just looking at it. Like, yeah. e- even Ernest, like, really, honey, really. I wanted. That clears my sinuses from here. Right. <laughs> and I'm I, and I take a take a bite of it and finally something with some meat to it. Bag of my steak. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest removes his cover and before him is some looks like an octopus. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he uh, starts eating his meal and then uh, takes a uh, takes a drink from, uh, from his glass and kind of like asks you to elaborate on this story of what happened. <sighs> and you don't actually have yeah. to, but yeah, we we tell him. Okay. Yeah, we we basically go through the mm. entire thing. I don't leave out the parts where we almost died. And then she made me go all the way back up to the third fucking floor. No. Yes. (sighs) Well, it's a good thing we did because we left the journals in there. There you go. I guess it was a good thing that we did. He is absolutely fascinated with everything. I assume you guys, like, take drinks at some point. Oh, yeah. It, like the food, it is whatever you want oh. it to to be, to drink. I, well, tell you, I was thinking, it's like, I wish this was whiskey. And then it's whiskey. It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> wide eyes at it. Just, I don't understand this magic bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, we go into detail about yeah. it. Let's tell about everything. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah. So it was just that particular subject. Yeah. Interested in. Okay. So I was going to say, if we're out and then we happen to run into something that's ancient or something, if you want it, then we know who to bring it back to. You. Talk about the gardener? Or... Oh, no, 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 no. Just in case we run across, like, some ruins of some oh, kind. Oh, okay. Like, um... go kill something in a ruin. Like great, well, what's in the ruin? You know. Well, anything. Well, I am interested in all sorts of subjects, but this is my, I suppose, my passion subject. Although, if you truly have defeated the house, I suppose I might have to find a new one. Well, who knows? You know, I am so glad you two came here. I have been. Searching for years on information about this, I have hounded, and I mean hounded, Elizabeth's sister for any information at all, but she just will not return my letters. She has a sister? Yes. Victoria. Victoria. Victoria, last name? Uh, Gresham. Gresham, that's right. That name sounds familiar. <gasps> Did I grab that? Mm-hmm. I reach in my pocket and I pull out the missing poster. You mean that one? Snatch it. <laughs> missing? 
explained why she. Well, this is most distressing. Where? That? Where did it say it was? Did I write that down? I, I think you did. I, I thought you did. I thought I did too, but. Yes, Elizabeth's married name was Durst. Durst. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. It was. Um, Disa- I believe disappeared from her home in. Missing woman Victoria Gresham disappeared in Ubendale. Ubendale. Yeah, disappeared from her home in Ubendale. A week, and, a week ago. I did yeah. write it down. Okay. I am a smart person. Um, is that a nap again? Just so I... Yeah. yeah, where is that in regards to where we were? Wasn't Ubendale the place we got robbed the first time? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, again, I am Luckily, luckily what I have to do, uh, he is not going anywhere. Huh? In Villevale. No. Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, all over the damn place. Okay, well, maybe we'll just go down and then swing that way. Mm-hmm. Get on the train. No, <laughs> we are taking the horses. Yes, we are. Well, I mean, I'm a bounty hunter. We work together. I am a wanderer. We'll uh, we'll see if that could be our next stop. Well, yes. Let me let me know if you would, if you would, if you would be so kind. Oh yeah, of course. Well, it has been absolutely lovely talking with you two, but I better get back to my shop. Yes, I have a spa day. Oh, a spa weekend. I owe this one, Mm -hmm. so we will be on our way. It was lovely to meet you, and we will see you in a couple of days. Yes, yes. Return in a couple days. I should have those enchantments all taken care of for you. Will do. Do we have to... Do we have to knock on a book or something to get out? Oh, no. Just walk out the exit there, and you will be back in the library. Okay. Is that all the books? Do all the books lead to different places? Oh, no. Uh, It's just... We kind of we kind of keep this place. It's, it's not. It's kind of like an open secret sort of place where if you know, you can get in. I had one more. I have. Well, I had a couple more questions. Uh, research. Yes. Anybody does that? Is that is this research is busted? I know, oh. but these are shops. I don't know if there's someone I talk to to do right. Actual research. Uh, I'm sure some of the librarians would be happy to help you. Cool, and I actually like just take out my gun for a second. I'm just looking for any information on this thing. O- on a gun? Well, and I turn it around and show him the crest. Oh. That one. I've got another one just like it. It's currently being serviced. Huh. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, but, uh, a lot I would, of people don't. I, I would definitely ask some of the librarians. I'm sure that they'll be able to find a reference to it somewhere. If it exists in, in any book, it exists here. So. Alright. And the other one is to figure out why you smell different. I do not think in the li- What would you ask a librarian to smell me and then define then? No. 
I know. Okay. Oh, nothing. All right, we're gonna go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I just grab her. And yeah. We start it. We go out. The... Okay. You really must stop making that comparison. I'm not trying to make that comparison. I wasn't even thinking about that comparison until you looked at me that way, and then I immediately thought of it. That was your fault. Yeah. No, you, you, you thought of it first. <laughs> you, you walk out and back into the library, and the bookcase is solid behind you again. Okay. Honestly, I am a magic user, and this is a little much for me. <laughs> it's a little extra. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us immensely. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary, Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod, and Tumblr at Let's Be Legendary Pod. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash let's be legendary podcast. Every dollar helps. We couldn't do this without your support. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our dungeon master is Danny Gressman. Our producer and lead editor is Danny Gressman. Pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council. Pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council. Pronouns she, her. The song, The Shadow of the Undertaker, was written and performed by Sons of Perdition and is featured in the Backwater Gospel Animation Short, presented by the Animation Workshop. For information, please visit sonsofperdition.com or follow them on Facebook at sonsofperdition.music. Thanks again, Zeb. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is the Shades of Magic deck by Jess Gore and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.